Hello, and welcome to Bringing Education Home. I'm Herb. And I'm Christina. And together we bring you ideas about education, entrepreneurship, and relationships that are both inside and outside the box. If you like the show, be sure to follow Christina on Facebook. And make sure you leave us some reviews and comments on your favorite podcast platform. Today, we have the pleasure of introducing Sarah Butler. Susan. Susan Butler. Sorry, Susan Butler. (laughs) uh, She of My Financial Harmony. Um, Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and about your background and how you come to us today? Sure. Um, I come actually from the financial background originally, over 30 years in the financial industry. Um, I'm a certified financial planner, but um, that wasn't my passion and how things evolved with clients along the way. I realized, you know, women weren't really involved that much in the finances or didn't have the understanding that the spouses did um, and you know women building businesses that's become a big thing now and so I started working more and more with women and helping them and educating them and getting them up to speech so they'd feel empowered and eventually I transferred my business over to coaching I gave up the licenses uh, that I'd spent years getting and <laughs> accruing but um Became a life mastery consultant also, and um, basically combine the two practices of finance and your life passion and goals and bring them together into a harmony or um, synchronicity that goes together. So you're not worrying about money as a separate issue, um, but it becomes a tool or part of the energy of your life goals. I love that. I really, really do. Because a lot of beginning entrepreneurs, when that's part of our podcast is to help entrepreneurs kind of understand those ups and downs, those bumps in the road, things like that. And financial is one of those things that a lot of entrepreneurs seem to have difficulty with, right? Because maybe they haven't been taught the finances, like you said, or they aren't sure about the budgets, or unfortunately, our school system is not also teaching about budgets and things like that. So people to have less information coming into this kind of system. That is wonderful. So what are a couple of the things that you really um, want to make sure that entrepreneurs, beginning people know about their finances? What are some things that really need to be put in place and kept level as they're growing? Well, a lot of, there is the practical side of the finances, but that actually in the coaching isn't as high a percentage as getting into, you know, your vision, your goals, your mindset, your, your paradigms, your old habits and things that you were taught since you were a kid. Um, All those ideas that were put into your head about money and your worth and your value. And all of that has become part of your subconscious that is really in charge of making your decisions, whether they're financial or business or life. And so I work a lot to uncover all of this um, with my clients and combine that with some of the practical knowledge of what you would need. And it's really finances themselves are an individual thing. There is no, this is the right way to do it. This is the wrong way to do it. And, you know, there's no certain amount of money you need in retirement or certain amount you need to be earning to be successful. It's, you know, what is this money doing for you? What do you need? What do you want? That determines all of this. Yeah. Yeah, So, so, for a large part of our marriage, um, I was an entrepreneur 
still kind of am, but I, I handled most of the finances and, and, you know, I would consult her about what we were doing. And then several years ago, I actually hurt my head really bad. And a lot of the financial decisions became unstable within me. So I, I couldn't rely on myself to make the financial decisions anymore because of the mm -hmm. way my brain started working. Yeah. So I tried to hand most, well, I, I ended yeah. up having to hand it all off to her. Trial by fire sometimes. <laughs> and and I would try and guide a little bit, but again, my, my abilities were a little limited by the way I'd hurt myself. Mm -hmm. And so you, what you're talking about is, I, I see it very clearly how what you're doing could help her because there, there is a difference in in the way we did things, mm -hmm. but again, it's it's difficult for me to explain because of what happened. So, and the greatest need is from women who are suddenly forced into a major life change, you know, either through divorce, mm -hmm. um, becoming widowed, or like in your case where you couldn't handle the finances anymore and suddenly had to hand them off. And you know, it's unfortunate that a lot of times this is the way that women suddenly become involved in the finances. And, and yes, I do. This is where I would do a lot of the one-on-one -on -one work that I do is when someone's in that urgent situation of needing to make the quicker transformation. Right. As opposed to, you know, I've also got a group program where, you know, there's certain fundamentals and basics that everybody can learn to help do that. But I've helped a divorce um, client recently she knew absolutely nothing about what her husband had done with the finances, absolutely nothing. And they were in arbitration and she was just in tears because she didn't understand any of it. She didn't know what he had done. All, he had things all over the place. She and so we, or right. me, she couldn't ask for anything. She didn't understand any of it, any of the division that they were talking about. And so she became my client. She found me um, and we did some very quick, um, intense sessions while she was in arbitration to get her up to speed. And she went back in and started asking for certain things and changing some of the division of assets and caught her ex-husband basically off guard and you know, it, it changed everything. And so by the end, when they signed the divorce, she actually knew what she was signing for. She was happy with the settlement and ready to move on. And then now we are working on establishing her as an individual entrepreneur in her own life and setting up her finances and her confidence and making her own decisions now. That's wonderful. Cause I mean, there are, there are those situations where people just need that help. Exactly. Yeah. We were recently listening to a podcast by with Mike Rowe and his mom Oh, and yeah. his mom in her eighties was just finally getting her very first checking account. Cause her husband had done the finances and, oh my gosh. and yeah. her husband's still alive, but they were in a retirement community and some of her fellow retiree widows were saying, you know, I didn't have to do any of this until after my husband passed away. So her husband is actually helping her. So mm -hmm. getting these things set up before it becomes critical is, is seems to me pretty important too. Would you, can you speak to that at all? Do you work with clients who realize that that they do need this information before they get there? Well, and definitely, and, if, and in the case if something had happened to him and it happened to be 
his name primary on the credit cards yeah. or the checking account or anything else, all of a sudden she would have no credit or anything because they cancel everything where the deceased person is primary. Well, and actually that's and, she said was that they went to open like a checking account or something and they wouldn't even do it because she didn't have a credit score because her name had never been attached to anything. She, she went to a new store like Macy's yeah. in her area and, and they offered her a discount to open up an account. And she says, oh, sure, I'll do that. And they denied her because she had zero credit history. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, and this is where some of the basic fundamentals of education on finance, you know, which were not taught in school, unfortunately, right. And, but this is where some of those basics can help. And like, even with this divorce um, client, I'm helping her literally get her credit score established and up. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get it to where she can get an equity line of credit on her house, but we're getting up to a certain number first. And so we're gradually establishing things and she's understanding what she's doing as she's going along, Exactly, which makes it nice. So that by the time things are all established and she's got everything in a, in a good position, she can make empowered decisions herself. Right. And that is amazing. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, just knowing the steps and helping through the steps, but then, like you said, connecting it to her future and knowing where she wants mm -hmm. to go and how she, you know, and just thinking about how, like you said, your old stories play into those kinds of things, the, the way you treat money, the way you work with money and working through those things as well as you move forward. Yeah, and as we work with entrepreneur parents, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the times the guy gets successful enough that the woman can stay home with her kids. That's kind of what a lot of guys really hope for. And so the understanding that mm -hmm. that the woman that the stay or or the stay-at-home dad, whichever one's staying at home, also needs to start building up their credit in case the worst mm -hmm. happens um and a tragedy that that it doesn't leave the family worse off because of that that missing step right right because you you may inherit the assets from the marriage but you don't inherit their credit or right. any of that financial history yeah wow so as you are working with um clients and things are there certain like activities or processes you kind of go through what's something that you really want your people your families or your ladies to think about as they're going through what can be something that you a nugget we can leave for them to kind of start thinking ahead of time um well for one thing you can change the way you do things the way you make decisions the way you, your relationship is with money you can change it at any age okay um a lot of your relationship with money is how you think about it. And, and so becoming aware of some of these things that you've been taught since you were a kid, you know, you have to work harder to make more money or, you know, people with lots of money are all greedy or um, we didn't um, come from the right background to be able to make a million dollars or, you know, just any of these beliefs that you have in some of them are beliefs that, my clients discover that they didn't even know they had mm -hmm. that just as we dig down, but once you become aware 
then you can deal with them and make the change and flip it. And, you know, your brain does allow you to change your thinking and change those connections of how you think about things and your perspective. And, and also, and this is a lot of what I work with, with the clients is, is getting them to make these changes. It doesn't happen overnight. It requires, you know, work practice and everything, but once they become aware, then they can keep doing it. And eventually your results change because your whole thinking has changed. You become more prosperous. You can attract more money. Ideas will come to you that will lead you to those results just because your whole thinking has you up in a different frequency of receiving information. Right. And so, I mean, that may sound complicated, but it really comes down to your thinking and your mindset as being a strong factor that can either allow you to move forward and be prosperous or literally self-sabotage you and hold you back. Yeah, you can see that. Um, you know, we both come from our own quote unquote money story, right? And so as as a couple, as we worked together, we kind of had to look at our money stories and figure out what was maybe holding one of us back and not the other back or what which one was impacting the other as we talked about different finances and things like that. So yeah, the change in the mind, the change in the direction can really help. But in our case, it has to be both of us because if one of us is still holding back, then it could, like you said, kind of sabotage something as we move forward. Yeah, there's still some, there's some individual progress that can be made. Mm -hmm. And then there's the joint progress. There's yeah. both. Yeah. I was always very lucky that he was usually up on top of a lot of that kind of stuff. And, you know, luckily we have an open, open relationship. So we talked about a lot of that kind of stuff. So, yep. Even well, though it's time for you to get up to speed too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, I, we never, we never hit anything. It's like, yeah. I was always out in the open. We, you know, I always tried to keep her up and get her involved. But a lot of the time she was like, no, that's, that's you. That's you. So it, well, old old training basically you know the guy was in charge of the money kind of thing when i grew up so it's like that was just natural for me but you know now we know that it's okay to change cross, changing that story changing because those roles yeah because it might have been healthy easier <laughs> yeah exactly so as um we're run we're running close on time because of where we are we're in Potapalooza today we've been having a lot of fun hopefully you've had some really good interviews as well as this one today um let our audience know how they can get a hold of you or your website your contact information so they can get a hold of you and find out more um my email is just my name susan butler at myfinancialharmony.com and I will um, send you a link uh, that you can add to the podcast um, that would be for a free gift that I would be happy to offer, which will give kind of five basic steps toward getting this financial freedom. And it's called the Feminine Financial Formula. Beautiful. And so I can get you that. And that will have a link then that will tie back to everything for me. Oh, that would be awesome. And we always put all of that information in the show notes. So that would be wonderful to, as a resource to add in there. Thank you so very much. Is there something that you wanted to talk about that we didn't quite get today? Is there one more nugget you would like to leave with our group, our families before we leave? Um, one thing I'd like to give is as, as good advice for women, especially, is don't undervalue yourself and what you contribute and what you do and what you know, 
Um, and a lot of women entrepreneurs, especially they underprice they undercharge their services because they don't think that the value is there. But a lot of that just comes with building your own self-worth and also realizing that it's the benefit and the transformation and, you know, what you're providing to the other person when you're coaching them or when you're, you know, whatever it is you're doing for them. And that benefit is priceless to them to be able to make that change and go through that transformation that you help them through. Or in your case, you know, with the kids at school, at home, you know, that transformation that you're able to put them through, it's like, you know, realize your value of what you're offering and don't undervalue yourself. I love that. And that's a great way to end today. Thank you so much, Susan, for joining us and being with us on Bringing Education Home. And families and friends, people who are listening, reach out to Susan if you want some more information and help from her. And as always, take those little nuggets that we've dropped along the podcast and take them and move forward with them. Be successful and happy and healthy. Thank you, everybody. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you.